This is the 19th season of Bass Talk Live. BTL is presented by Bass Cat Boats, Striking Lures, Aftco, Pro Guide Batteries, X Zone Lures, Shoreline Boat and RV Repair, Spro, Gamakatsu, Big Bite Baits, The Bass Tank, Denali Rods, Beatdown Outdoors, and Sunline. BTL, coming at you. We are live from Minnesota at the uh, 25th, this is the 25th, St. Jude uh, Bass, Dick Hiley Bass Classic in Wabasha. I am with, I okay, you've been described by like 15 people from around here as a legend, not only in this tournament, but as in the area in Minnesota angling community, Scott Bonema. We're going to talk a little bit about the tournament, but also a lot about kind of Minnesota bass fishing. So thank you. I know you haven't even eaten dinner. You got off of the oh, water and that jumped in, but thank you for jumping on BTL. Greatly appreciate it. No, it's a pleasure to be here. And thanks for, for asking. Yeah. So we've got the St. Jude's event coming up this week. So we just showed up. To do a little practice tomorrow, pretty limited for us. But uh, the St. Jude's, we'll talk about that yeah. more. But it's it's really a tournament like no other. It's it's there's obviously a lot of guys who are very competitive and want to win this thing, and a lot of other guys that are here solely for a fundraising aspect of it. And uh, yeah, we've been part of it for 25 years, so it's pretty exciting to be here. And they'll they'll get more into it later. But have you fished all 25? I uh, I missed two. Okay. Um, um, and that's it out of the 25 years. Yeah. Holy cow, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, we were founders, so I could tell you a lot of stories about the whole the whole program. But it's been a great, great uh, event to be a part of. And honestly, it's changed lives um, in so many ways. A lot of the kids that we were trying to help 25 years ago, they have kids now. Oh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. And when you see the transformation – not only from where we started as just a bunch of competitive anglers, yeah, it's a great idea, let's raise some money, to now being a part of the St. Jude's program mm -hmm. in a huge way, uh, it's a pretty special feeling, it really is. Uh, last year was my first year to be a part of it. Yeah. Bartuzek brought me in, I'm friends with Fat Cat. He was like, yeah, yeah you gotta do Fat this Cat because he, uh, he emcees the event. He's the real deal. Uh, but I've Talk to some guys. You said you were part or, or there for the original stage. Yeah. Now, preface to this with, I, I believe this is one of, if not the best top kind of fundraising charity tournament, just from top to bottom, as far as the amount of money that's raised, the cause that it's raised for, and how the tournament is run. Right. I mean, would you agree with that? You've been around a long no time. No question about it. Fish tournaments from one end of the world to the other. This event, like I say, was started because we had a lot of great competitive anglers looking for an opportunity in the spring maybe uh and it started 25 years ago like i said and uh i was fortunate enough to win that first one myself <laughs> but over the years i've seen some unbelievable the guys are so much better mm -hmm. today as well obviously but the the angling community came together that first year dude we only raised eleven thousand dollars which is and we thought we really did a lot right and this year, you the numbers are over a million dollars. It's insane for one year, uh, and it was a couple of years ago. I think we finally got to just under six million dollars total. So it, it's it's a staggering number. It's certainly the largest bass fishing charity event in the nation right now, um, 
and the team that puts it together have assembled a fantastic group of volunteers. The local clubs have joined in. We got great Greg Gazuski and the guys at the, the Waymasters do just an incredible job. And it, for a lot of us that don't have a lot of time, we we still want to be here to be a part of this event. And really, the tournament starts. We have the way in the first day. It's a two-day event. And we have a banquet that first night after mm-hmm. the event. And it's it's a tearjerker. It's it's unreal. Uh, and that's really what gels everybody together. It's the kids of St. Jude's and why we're here. It is. Uh, and I think it just shy or right at $7 million after the million dollar this year. Yeah, it's it crazy. 25, and it was 776000 last year, and that was the high water yeah. mark. So, yeah. guys, I keep harping on this. You know, if you listen to BTL, uh, that I talk a lot about this. Uh, we did the fundraiser where we raised over $2,500 just in BTL, uh, St. Jude, uh, bass fishing saves lives t-shirt so big shout out to anybody who bought those t-shirts in february we were up here with adam bartuzic and the crappie chronicles at uh giesenbrauer i never i never say that right you know what i'm talking about <laughs> no. giesenbrauer beer company i'm assuming that's got to be german. oh yeah no it's, it's all german, german. And i'm serious sure. like you go there there's like 19 beers on tap and oh I think- the beer stubie it's probably the place I've no it's called giesenbrauer giesenbrauer anyway the lowest alcohol is like eight percent that's like the <laughs> lowest you can get it's like they have limits on it it's like 16 percent alcohol oh, beer this stuff like I'm has like surprised. stuff dripping down the sides it's yeah. like drinking motor oil anyway <laughs> long story short we came up here we raised a bunch of money for that but uh uh i i harp on it because i think that we could get this event even bigger nationally bringing more people in and i'm saying like for btl listeners this is a great event that's usually held in the first week of may that you can make like a vacation out of raise money have a chance to win a little bit back and really have a worthwhile weekend right and if and honestly for those that are interested in doing it the location that we have really put our flag in is in the city of wabasha which is right on the mississippi river right and it's backwaters tons of backwater area some of the finest fishing scenery in the world it's just in the middle of nowhere it's just a fun place to fish with a lot of fish and uh, you're going to see some great weights come out of the fishery we have a lot of great smallmouth pushing the six pound range i think you whacked one last year close I to got that super lucky but but <laughs> we all do right yeah. but uh tremendous largemouth fishery right and the, the elites they like to spend a lot of time open events things like that have been down on the cross mm-hmm. area which is really just the next pool down for how many year, so. how, how many pools is that down to actually lacrosse uh, is seven eight and nine okay um we are on pools four five and five, five eight technically okay. so, so yeah it's just a couple pools it is uh, yeah we're only an hour and a half south of the, the minneapolis metro area yeah. so um, anyway, if you guys have, uh, if you guys want to get involved, this like I said, it's typically the first week of May. You're talking like uh, duckweed, frogging, oh, yeah. topwaters, current, smallmouth, jerk baits, yeah. flipping. Like you can do whatever you, you can want. Fish your strength, no matter fun. what it is, right? It's yeah. a great place, really uh, and and for a great cause too. So yeah. uh, you can just, I just always Google Dick Hiley St. Jude. Did you actually know Dick Hiley? I was a good friend with Dick. And originally it was just a St. Jude's Bass Classic. Dick was one of the founders. Okay. And uh, gosh, we were, I want to say we're into like five years and Dick got cancer himself. 
and uh, he ended up passing away. So we renamed it as a tribute to Dick because he truly was a unique individual and had a passion for the kids of St. Jude's. Lived in the Rochester area, really, again, just a great guy. I'm proud to know him. Um, but it's kind of, it's, it's life, right? We have had some fantastic people, part of this, anglers as well. And over a period of 25 years, you lose some great guys. And so we never forget those guys because they're the reason we're here. Um, but, uh, you know, you talk about St. Jude's, you don't really know the impact until somebody you know, this child has uh, a cancer-related illness. Um, and I'll, I'll share one more quick little story okay. with that. We created an award here a couple years ago um, uh, for Rick Pelletier, who used to be my fishing partner here. And Rick worked and I worked together for many, many years. And Rick, as well, had a passion for St. Jude's kids and went out of his way to do fundraising. Really, fundraising was easy to do for St. Jude's. That's kind of the fun part about it. But Rick um, really embraced this event, and he passed away. And so uh, just a, a couple of years ago, unexpectedly, and... Um, reason I share that story is we have an award now that we give out to individuals. It's called the Rick Pelletier Heart for St. Jude's uh, event because of, and it's not based on your fundraising. It's based on the individuals that really have a passion to do what you're doing, right? Talk about the event and raise it to another level to help the kids of St. Jude. Um, but St. Jude's obviously does all the work and has the medical staff. It's unreal. We get a chance to go to the hospital. I'm going there the 13th. It'll change your life, dude. Yep. I'm telling you, Matt. It's yeah, Gretchen got it, it's amazing. You'll, you will leave there a different person. Awesome. And I and I truly mean that. I had the opportunity to go there 25 years ago. That's why we're still doing it because you never forget those things. But what they also do, not only in saving children, they share that technology today instantaneously with people around the world. And Rick Pelletier's brother, long story short, got involved in an accident, had the electrical uh, accident, and he was, it was touch and go on that, but they did all these blood tests and realized that his real problem wasn't the electric, electrocution he received. He had cancer and didn't even know it. Small cell leukemia issue. The doctor there, here at the Mayo, said, I know everything there is about it. We've got all the information from St. Jude's Hospital. Oh, wow. And that's how we've learned. And oh, wow. today, he's a survivor and doing really, really well. Wow. So it impacts not only children, but people around the world. So yeah, it's a very special program that I'm obviously quite proud to be a part of. Absolutely. Uh, there'll, there'll be more information on that. Like I said, you can follow that on the Dick Hiley St. Jude Bass Classic, H-I-L-E-Y. Yep. That's kind of how I started that. And then I realized you probably knew Dick Hiley, which yep. I knew I didn't. So that's I just Google that. So you can right. keep up to date on that. They'll have a video after it. They'll have an update on everything right. that's going on. If you want to follow the tournament, we uh, have a couple more days of practice. And then it's Saturday and Sunday. Right. We also... Um, teamed up with the St. Jude. They use the real live app that we use. Yeah, we're going to get into that. But uh, you'll all, they'll, the the world, if you will, can log into the real live app tomorrow and they'll be able to see the photos of fish that are being brought across the board and they'll have the tabulated weights of everybody. Like a live like, leaderboard. Like a live leaderboard. 
and that will be on the real liable app okay. as well. Let's piggyback into that because yeah. that's one of the other reasons uh, that I wanted to have you on was because uh, we've had on BTL over the last couple of years, I've become good friends with uh, Joel Willard. Uh, and then we've had Noah Schultz on the show. Yep. Uh, who's won like four boats in Minnesota yeah, now and hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's yeah. unbelievable uh, what he's done. But I like to highlight some of the unique things. Like I feel like each part of the country has different region, whether it's the Alabama Bass Trail or what you have with the Texas Team yeah, Trail exactly. or the Nichols Marine in Oklahoma. You have uh, uh, one bad bunch of stuff that goes out west, uh, a bunch of different team trails. This yeah. is a unique part of the country, I feel like, in Minnesota. You guys have a very unique uh a trail it's a would you call it like minnesota's kind of own professional trail which is it really is it's a regional um i I do use the term pro level tour because our guys fish elites that have fished our events as well right high caliber of anglers it all started gosh i want to say we're in our eighth Going it's called classic them. bass. Yeah, classic bass was a man, it's a long story. We can go into that, but I would love. To, I mean, this cla- is a podcast, cla- so cla- classic, ba- <laughs> classic bass was a website that was created many, many years ago. In fact, it was the first original bass fishing resource website. Okay, started back in the eighties. Okay, eighties. Okay, by a gentleman named Lauren Davidson, and long story short. Rick Pelletier okay. worked for me, said, hey, uh, I think we should buy a classic bass. It was available. And uh, Rick said, I'll take care of it. Um, and we ended up buying classic okay. bass for basically little. I'm very interested in this because yeah. that's how Bass Zone started back in the exactly. in the 90s yeah. with Mark Jeffries buying it. And it was one of the... Right. And really what Classic Bass was known for in the day was just a site that the local fishermen could go to to see where all the bass fishing tournaments were, the dates, the locations, et cetera. And so everybody could kind of plan their year out on that. And then it, you know, it added some content as time went by. And uh, Rick had the intent at that time that, well, we'll take it more to a national level and offer more content, et cetera. And, because websites were exploding. Right. Place. Everything was happening. Yeah. Right. And so that's kind of where it went. Uh, shortly thereafter, realized that managing all tournament directors to get the dates in on time it is it was a total disaster. Dude, my first job on Bassoon was to manage the Oklahoma tournament. Oh, well, there you go. There it you was go. a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, so, and you're relying on information that, you know, you're getting secondhand almost, and then yeah. you're trying to publish it. Um, we made the decision a number of years ago to get away from the tournament date listing because there were hundreds of them. Yeah. 10 club, 10 member clubs and, and big events. So, so we just kind of got away from that. We decided at that point to take classic bass to a high level content site and try to do that. My personal experience was bass fishing tournaments from California to Florida, et cetera, chasing all that stuff. And we had some really good high-level bass fishing events in the region, Minnesota in particular, um, back in the 90s. Silverado Trails and Don Shelby, U.S. Invitationals and some some of those events. And it all kind of fell apart. Not, not by design, but because 
um, MLF was starting. The yeah. FLW tour, yeah. excuse me, was going yeah. on. BFLs Bass was, and then Toyotas, right. invitationals, exactly. opens. And, and so guys up. were kind of going, doing all this stuff. Yeah. And sponsor money was getting pulled here and there. But it kind of left a void in, in our region. Tremendous bass fishery, tremendous anglers, but no real venue for them to, to go at. And we just decided that you can't just do it. You know, anybody can put in $50, $200, go in $1,000 and lose money at the end of the day. And we decided to take um, Classic Bass as the basic platform. And we created what we what's called today the Champions Tour. Okay. And that's really the moniker that everything is under is the Champions Tour. And we limited it originally to 30 anglers. Today we're at 65 anglers. This is what, five years old? This is our eighth year. Eighth year. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we utilize catch, record, release as the tournament. Every fish counts. So it was similar to the MLF style format, right? Okay. Um, Have you been doing that the whole eight years? The whole eight years. So this was, so the only catcher release, which would have been MLF, which I believe was established in 2011, which started just with the cups, the yeah. first one there on Amistad. But yeah. this was years before the BPT or any of that. To, to a degree, yes. Yeah. There, and the, the thing is, um, MLF came out with a, the, and I, there's no disrespect. They had it. the Way Live track. They had the, the store trackers yeah, software, yeah, yeah. and there was a couple others that were out there. Yeah. And we like, oh, this is great. We'll just use those. Well, little glitchy. I'll be the first. Oh, they you, were. You don't have to say it. I'll me, say it. <laughs> they were. They were uh, a tournament director's nightmare. Yep. To degree, right? Yeah. I fished in a podunkers club that we tried to yeah. use that app. Good data in, good data out, bad data in. It's a nightmare yep. because they did not allow easy access to change the data to make it correct without going into all those kind of gory details. So at that point, like a year into it said, well, um, we need to develop our own. Um, I, I knew guys that had the ability to do that. And so we created the Real Livewell app, which is a app that's available. Like today. on your iPhone. It's free to anybody. Go to real libel r-e-a-l-r-e-e-r-e-e-l like -E 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 fishing -E, reel right real, real live well app yep okay and uh, you get it on uh, android or iphones whatever it's free anybody can use it clubs use it okay and we don't really promote it because it took i'll say four years to really get it to the point where it's bulletproof today um and it allows the use of a weight you can do length measurement. There's length to weight conversions in there. That is a okay. formula that the DNR, based on northern fish, that can be used. Yeah, yeah. And then we also have, the oh, trust me. Yeah, we so I caught some weird. today. There's some weird looking, weird shaped bass. There, there are some, yeah. <laughs> they're more tall than, yeah, they're <laughs> more tall football, than they are right? long. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and uh, then also video. Which okay. Is, which is also a great way to do it. Um, we utilize it specifically in the champion store and it's been a so all your anglers, all are anglers logged into it you don't do you have marshals as well yeah okay so what we did though is we decided to bring in the youth so we all of our kids are the minnesota high school the student angler organization um youth so they're high school kids 
and they are mesmerized by these guys, right? And by the way, the kids say you know how to use an iPhone better yep. than I do. But uh, it's very easy to use, very, very easy to use. So the way our tournaments work, the angler catches a fish just like they would anywhere else. If it's over a pound, they weigh the fish, it counts. They take the weight of the fish, they write it down. We still always have a piece of paper. The angler needs to initial that, that okay. they're in full agreement. And we take a photo, yep. not of the scale of the fish for a hero shot, excuse me. And then we release the fish. The guy gets up, gets start fishing again. But we went with the youth to really allow our anglers to mentor to them, to show them how to do things properly, the etiquette of the sport, how to really understand what they're doing. Um, and the kids are amazing. It's, it works great. It really, really does. Um, never have issues with from an angler to mm -hmm. a, to a, to a boat marshal. And then what we do, we have three qualifying events, and then we have a championship. We the anglers pay for the entry fees for the three qualifying events. It's uh, three thousand dollars total. Thousand bucks, bucks a derby. Thousand okay. bucks a derby. Affordable yet meaningful to where meaningful. you can actually have a little bit of. First, right. first, first place is 13 grand. Check. Oh, wow. Okay. 100% payback yep. period. And then at the, ch at the championship, they fish for a fully rigged Skeeter bass boat and all kinds of prizes and cash. Zero entry fee. And we only take the top 32 anglers to that event. Okay. So... The, let me. I'm, I'm gonna make yep. sure I get yep. this figured out. So you have the qualifying and the championship. Then you have the champions tour. Is that a so different? The, no, series? the champions tour is what we're talking about. Is the there three, are three qualifying okay. events? And, and how do you get into that? Pretty hard these days. Okay, no, that's what no, I'm, I'm saying. I'm, I'm I mean, no, but seriously, because I mean, this is right. So what we do um, originally was an invitation. Okay, had to start somewhere. Yep. Um, today. Champions Tour anglers get the first right of refusal. Okay. So they're kind of grandfathered they're in. Kind of grandfathered in because they've supported the tour so long. Yep. But over the years, guys, you know, they're coming yeah. and going. Um, we typically have about 20 spots. Okay. And they're on a first come, first serve basis. Um, so as soon as the we have a date that the pro guys have to sign up by, and then it goes open to the public. Okay. And then, so, I mean, I'm assuming that goes like that. It does. <laughs> like, it goes pretty quick. Ten minutes. Yeah. Not so much in the early days. Yeah. It does today. Yeah. Because of the, obviously, what we weren't doing then that we do now is yeah. that we put in a tremendous amount into social media. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got Bartusik Media doing our videos. Every show is, is videotaped sent out to the to the masses and uh, yeah with it and it's live because we have the real live will go on live yeah. all day long um social media is just skyrocketing. so that real live will act yeah okay let's just say i want to go out and have a tournament with like five or six of my buddies yep can we use that yes. for that yes and it's free it's free so how do you how do you make any money off this they don't really make any money it's been a passion of mine okay. and we just developed it and um, so let me put a couple of, it's free to anybody to use. You go online, yep. put your data in, 
it asks you how many fish you want to because you could do one fish big fish you could do five fish oh it's not okay. just for all fish okay so it the, works for anything if i want to go out on lake thunderbird in oklahoma this winter with five buddies and we each throw a hundred bucks in yep. the pot and we want something instead of oh here's what it was exactly. we can all download it we can get on there do it yep. and we're good to go and it's like and you can see what everyone else has while you're doing exactly. it you and can, that's up to you too you oh, can, so you can make that. So you can kind of make it a secret to the anglers if you want to. I, I don't encourage that because it's part of the head game. So um, you clearly designed this because you've been a tournament. I'm a tournament. All of our guys on so staff are, are all anglers. We use. How is this thing not like massive across the country? Just haven't really put the effort in to take it. To do you want? Level. I mean, is that? Do you want it? I to wanted. Be? To, I wanted it to be right because there are some that are out there right now, yeah. and I'm not impressed with them. Okay. You no, know, no disrespect to them because I understand the problems associated with an app, and and most of it is just in education. Mm -hmm. So we've put a lot into the videos, online videos, tutorials, if you will, how to set it up for tournament directors as well as anglers just to go use it. But the clubs are starting to use it, the Wednesday night yeah. leagues, and they're loving it. Because here's why. For example, I was just at a, a bar grill up yeah. by Brainerd. There's a club up there doing it. And the owner came over to thank me. We had a little meeting there to thank me for the real live one. And I'm like, well, why? He goes, because everybody's out fishing. We put it live on our screen. <sighs> and everybody's following along for that two-hour window. their right? wives, their friends. Buddies. And it, it's that's the fun part about an event is that everybody gets to see your fish. Yeah. Mom, your cousins, your buddies from California. Oh, because you can do a picture with live. it too. Exactly. A video if you a want. A video if you want. It's up to you how you want to set it up. And that's the that's really the reality of where that technology is. It allows everybody to see it not just the people that go to a weigh-in i didn't know about this. so i was telling i was talking with bart during practice today i said yeah uh i said i was talking with gretchen and you know i mentioned on the show i want to get scott on because he yeah. went around and he's like dude like you know he's he created that app and i was like no what are you talking about and he's like the catchway release app but i'm like oh okay and he's like no like it's it's legit. legit is that is exactly yeah. what he said so i feel kind of bad that i didn't know about no it it's it's today. not it's but he's it, like, dude, you need to talk to him about it on the show. And then I did some more investigating yeah, it, it's, into it's it. It's starting to grow uh, okay. quite a bit um, for that reason, right? But here's where it comes in from the money aspect of it. If you're having a tournament, I don't want to sell it. That's not what I'm doing. But it, let's no, say I'm, have, ask, I'm asking you about it. We have a BTL it, tournament. Yeah. That's going to be on Lake X. Yep. All right? And you have all of your sponsors. Yep. You can... We customize that app so when you go to it, all of your sponsors pull up. I got so you. all the banner ads and all that are yeah. yours. And for that, you tell us what you want. We can give you a quote on to, to whatever okay. that might be 200. So if you're a tournament director, a then you can actually sell that so, to your sponsors. Exactly. That all these it's people part who are going to see it. You're going to get this. And then you get a price. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So, but yeah, we don't charge for yeah. use the app. We don't charge the kids. I mean, I was curious that because I mean, like, I right. do BTL. That's my living. So right. <laughs> it all started. It all started because of our relationship really with the high school programs. Okay. So, like, I'm not going to charge high school kids to use it. Yeah. I don't know how many, there are thousands of kids that use the app and all these virtual programs now in this region of the world are using our app and they love it. Do you I have people I, in other part of the country? Can you tell I, where they're from? 
Oh, I can. Yeah. You don't have so we did some internet. Minnesota? We've got a couple international deals. There's some people down in Texas that are using okay. it. And it's starting to grow because people are kind of talking about yeah. it now, but we have not gone out of our way to advertise it or push it. I mean, it's, it's really not a money thing to me. It's, it's kind of more of a passion it's, thing. It's, it's been a passion. Yeah. And that's what started the Champions Tour because I felt, we felt as a part of our team that there was nothing here. And we've built it to a level where there's a reason people want to watch our guys. Is that still at ClassicBass.com if people want to know more about the Yeah, you go to ClassicBass.com, Champions Tour. Okay. Are there like links to re the Real Live Well app and everything it's on that? So ClassicBass.com. Real Live technically has its own website, but it's all linked right there. Okay. Do you have like contact stuff if, if there's like Absolutely. clubs or people who want to have more about the it's Real Live Well app or in the area that want to yep. figure out when the... It's all right there. That's really interesting stuff. Yeah. No, it's been good. It's been a lot of fun. All right. Uh, I know you have not eaten dinner. I'm going to let you no eat worries. dinner. But first, uh, we are going to – let's talk a little bit about what's going on out there for the St. Jude. It's yeah. totally different this year uh, because it's typically, like I said, the first week of May where yeah. you're talking spawning fish and right. all sorts of stuff. Fire this water. time in the fall, like, is it's kind of a cool dynamic. I right. haven't been out there with the low water and it, all it, sorts it, of stuff I, going on. I haven't – Fished it yet? Yeah. I get the, my first chance. Oh, you haven't been out. You haven't caught a hundred fifty white bass a day. No. Yet. Oh, no, yeah. In, no, unless no, you're frogging for largemouth, <laughs> just don't have anything hanging over the side like yeah. while you're fishing another because a white bass will eat. Oh yeah. No, and it's it's Minnesota has been in a drought all year for the most part, mm -hmm. and on top of that, we've been dealing with really high hot temperatures this whole season. Yep. By now, that should have kind of dissipated. Yes, no. But last week, it's it's been hot. This weekend, boom, of course, tournament. We've got cold weather coming in. We've got some winds coming in for practice. Guys are going to have a tough time practicing the next day and a half. And then the tournament starts. So It's going to be cold. It'll be cold. Like it's, upper 30s, low 40s. Right. The, the thing is, these guys, uh, a, a lot of these guys are river rats. They're really good at what they do. And uh, we'll still see some big bags. The fun thing about it is the species dynamics, strong large mount and strong small mount. And so the guys that pattern that out should do quite well. Six fish each day. Yep. Uh, usually takes somewhere between 20 and 22 and a half pounds a day. Right. So you got to average four pounds. Yep. Uh, still probably going to take that even in the fall. With no the doubt. Field, my got 78 will. boats, I think. Yeah. They had a little tournament uh, downstream of pool or two, and they, I think they had 20-some pounds the first day, but it was a little stingy. Might The bite still might be a little stingy. Fish. That was five fish. I, I expect these these guys have been catching. Yeah. They'll, they'll know where they're at, so I'll be surprised. Um, tremendous fishermen here. It's a lot of fun, uh, so there's a lot of competition going on. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the whole event is fun. Uh, we have one of the fantastic uh, blast-offs in the morning, if you will. Yeah. Who's um, the dude, what's the guy's name who, when you idle out and he sits there, he goes, and <laughs> go, go. Uh, and uh, every that? single like guy that. give me a second I'll dude that dude that's the oh he's been doing thing. it for years is that the thing like last it's year i deal. looked at adam and i was like what the heck is that and he goes dude he goes that guy just does like that's it's his thing no. like it was like straight up like the nascar flag yeah. for every yeah, single I person you had. I I oh that's a great job. Art, again a yeah. tremendous just jacks you up yeah 
the community, uh, all the St. Jude staff that comes. Um, I mean, we have the fire department and the police yeah. department there with the flag and uh, national anthem and all that great stuff. It's just a, it's just a fun, fun event to be a part of. It and is. The city welcomes us. Right? Yeah, no, it's, it's all there. Uh, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna let Scott go get something to eat. We're gonna bring in then a uh, uh, former. He's been on BTL before. Joel Willard uh, fished the opens for a long time. You guys probably recognize the name. He's been really close to making the elite series. Took this year mm -hmm. off, but because of guys like you and organizations like the Classic Bass and the Champions Tour mm -hmm. and all that, had somewhere to go fish. Yeah, he did really well. And actually, <laughs> actually got actually year, got right? a win in, yeah. in that event. So uh, he's been out there waiting. Yeah. So. Scott, I thank you very Play much for jumping on. My that was awesome. Here, and learned. So let me uh, get on here and uh, and throw up a commercial, and then when we come back, we will have uh, we'll have Joel Willard on. Perfect. Thank you, Thanks, guys. The new Puma STS has been redesigned from the ground up, with the angler design, function, and performance in mind. Nothing on this new offering was compromised. And the only thing carried over from the previous version is the name. Based on the soft touch series hull that started with the flagship Jaguar, this new model is nimble and performs incredibly well at all speeds with either a 250 or 300 horsepower engine. Featuring a new 96 inch wide body footprint, this hull measures out at 20 foot 7 inches in length. Industry leading design coupled with tournament winning performance. The Puma STS from Basscat. Feel the rush. Pro Daryl Gleason here. My Pro Guide batteries keep me going on those long tournament days and long practice days. Always plenty of juice, never fail. The best part about Pro Guide batteries, it's the people behind the company. They have over 40 years' experience in the battery business, keeping all of us fishermen out on the water longer, catching more fish. Check them out at ProGuideBatteries.com. What's up, Bass Talk Live fans? Brandon Polinick here. And ever since I won a couple Bassmaster Elite Series events on X-Zone Lures, I've been getting a bunch of questions of what makes them so special and different. And really, the truth is, it's in the details. The little details, things like no cheap fillers in their plastic, that gives you more lifelike action, more realistic and vibrant colors. But don't just take my word for it. Go to www.xzonelures.com and check them out for yourself. The great thing about the new Sensation Soft Plastics from Big Bite Baits, heavily scented, super soft, buoyant, comes in seven great new shapes. I've got a couple of them of my signature series, the Cliffhanger Worm and the Ramtail Craw. Great for a flipping jig, football jig, swim jig, all that. Several other great shapes. Really excited about it. We've worked over the last year. Catches fish all over the country. 
and I think it's going to catch fish for people everywhere you try it. The Spro Little John crankbait has been around for almost 15 years and it is one of my go-to crankbaits whenever I need a fish in the boat so you can never have enough new colors. That's why Spro is coming out with a handful of new colors including Pearl Shad which has this bleached out white look but it's got this pearlescent really really pretty. We've got Copper Shad which looks amazing in the water. It's got that purple flake on the back really really pops in the water. And then if you want some real pop, we've got Sparkle Shad, nothing but sparkles all over this thing. And then last but not least, we've got the Matte Sexy Shad, just a really different looking color for a crankbait. So you wanna give them a little different look, that Matte Sexy Shad is definitely the one to go with. All these colors are available in the original Little John and the MD. All right, welcome back, BTL. What is, is it, Wednesday? It's Wednesday. Yes, it is Wednesday because the restaurant we were going to is closed on Wednesday. Okay. So we weren't able to go there. Yeah. BTL on a Wednesday. Folks, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of, I wouldn't call it a diet, but I was trying to get with the program. And then I came to Minnesota with the cheese curds and the uh, Spotted Cow by New Glarus Brewing Company. It's actually a Wisconsin. That's a Wisconsin thing, but yeah. we're right on the border. Right. So then you drive across the border to get the spotted cow. Diet's not happening. Uh, Joel Willer, you guys remember uh, Joel Willer, been on BTL before, uh, talking about fish in the opens. And then I actually talked with Scott about uh, how when he made and his group came up with the Classic Bass Champions Tour. Uh, I mean, dude, that's like fit you perfectly for taking a year off of the opens jumping in it and then you won the first one so i mean that's a is that a as legit of a tour as it seems like from the outside and and from talking to scott it seems like that's a really cool regional deal for guys who want to be serious dude it is man i i had so much fun fishing it this year this is my first first year fishing the whole mm -hmm. thing i did actually fish a couple opens a few years back but uh yeah you know went all in on it this year and i mean it's there's no other there's no other tour up here that you can go fish for a brand new boat yeah. you know and then the payouts are just you know they're awesome for you know your return on investment uh if you have some good tournaments it's, you said what thousand dollar entry fee thousand dollar and then fee. 13 to win plus incentives you were like 15 16k and you were like yeah. less than 2k in. right yeah which is the entry fee for the opens yeah no, I, I mean, there's still something about chasing the classic, though. No, I mean. So, did you miss it this year? The last time you were on BTL, you were basically saying, "Hey, I'm have done this. I fished the MPFL, which was thirty-five thousand dollars entry fees. The Opens, which is sixteen-two. Traveling around with the topper, fifty, sixty thousand dollars out of pocket before you even make a cast. And then this year, you stayed closer to home, uh, less stress." less pressure did you miss it did you enjoy it like what it what was that like after basically what a half decade of traveling around yeah i mean i did miss it of course i mean you know got to meet a ton of great people out mm -hmm. there on the road and uh you know a lot of the guys that i i camped with and traveled with and talked with you know have won opens this year and you know that made me miss it even more but um you know i i also really enjoyed myself you know back here at home i just moved up to Malax earlier this spring and I've uh, been fishing out there a bunch been doing some guiding and you know just really enjoyed only driving two hours from the house to go fish a tournament and I mean 
to be honest. I, I mean, you probably I'm, hadn't fished a ton in Minnesota over the last I, four or five years. All the lakes that I fished. So I fished the Champions Tour this year and the Minnesota Bass Nation Team Trail. Okay. And had a great year fishing both of them. And honestly, I think all but one lake I've never been to. So really? in Minnesota. So AOI in the Team Trail? AOI in the Team Trail, yeah. Did that years. pay anything? Um, no, but it got us a... Uh, got a plaque. Yeah, I got a plaque and a ticket to the national championship with Harris Chain. So, that's is that the last classic spot? Yep. Yep. So yeah. you have a, just you're still alive. That's ironic. So I mean, that's I, ironic. Yeah. You don't fish the opens this year, and you're still alive for a chance at the classic. You don't get an elite series berth. No elite no, series berth. But you're, you're alive yeah. for a chance at the classic on Grant in Oklahoma. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. And you've been there. Been there. Yeah, handful times. Like it. it's probably actually one of my favorite non-grass lakes in the country. So, uh, let's talk a little bit about lacrosse. I talked to, or not lacrosse. Uh, we talked about how that was one pool down. Uh, about uh, the Mississippi River out of Wabasha and the pools that we're fishing. Like what? This is a dynamic fishery. So, like I was out today, and like you get bit every three to five minutes by ninety-eight percent non-bass right now, but. Right. It's fun to go out there because there's always something trying to eat your stuff. Dude, it's it is such a fun place to fish. Honestly, I don't have a ton of experience down here. I've I've fished the St. Jude's a couple times, but it's always been in the spring. Mm-hmm. And this time of year up in Minnesota, man, I'm I'm up chasing smallmouth up on Lake Malax and even further north. I mean, there's so many so many different bodies of water up here that I can go fish. And I just never seem to come down to the river. So I mean, it's all new to me down here. I mean, I'm having a blast catching those white bass and the drum and pike and everything else. You know, I'm just, it's, a, it's just a fun place to come if you want to just catch a bunch of fish. And the fishing's always good. It seems yeah. like, you know, it's. You do the separate partner practice deal because you're fishing with yep. uh, Scott Pellegrini. Yeah, Scott Pellegrini has also fished the opens before. Correct, dude. Uh, but how does that work dynamic wise as far as practicing out of different boats? Cause like Bart was like, Hey, why don't you bring your boat up here? And I was like, how about I don't. Right. <laughs> Cause it was like 11 hours on a river. So, sense. Yeah. so I said, no, I'm just going to jump in the back of your boat and have fun, which I did. I took a nap today. I ate a lunchable two. God. Yeah. And I got to work on this. I ate a lunchable, two Snickers, some meat snacks, some Gatorade, took a nap target like anytime he pulled it away from a pike i would cast on top mm-hmm. so i would catch it like i had a great time that's, today. dude that's fun but I'm how sorry. do you do the separate practice like how does that work like do you guys like separate like hey i'm gonna take this section and i'm gonna take this section do you guys just go fish do you call each other constantly during the day like yeah i mean we're, we're calling each other a lot but you know kind of each night like last night we kind of broke down the areas we we're gonna fish today i said i'm gonna take this part of the river right here this this section and he's like i'm gonna take this section and then you know throughout the day i mean where i went today there was no bass that i found <laughs> so <laughs> i called him i called him at like 11 o'clock and said dude i gotta get out of here i'm just wasting my time so you know we kind of game plan throughout the day and uh you know i'm just kind of i mean scott's got a lot of experience out here he's you know started catching fish and i'm just out there kind of running whatever looks good to you me. taking so, his boat or yours in the dirt um, I don't know. We we talked about taking mine uh, for the uh, for the Phoenix first flight. So, oh yeah, because you know more yeah, money. Yeah, was it seven five hundred? Somebody, yeah, I think I'd have to look and see what tier this one is. But um, yeah, I mean we've you know we've had 
good luck down here. Whoever treated us both really good over the years. And uh, we're like, you know, let's take, let's take my boat. And just in case we win, we can get that extra money. But we'll see. We'll see come game day um, whose boat we're going to take. Because if we take mine right now, <laughs> we don't, I don't have a whole lot of weight points out there. I mean, even though you're not fishing the opens, you're still, like, on the water all the time. Like, you're still pretty much fishing the whole time. I've I've actually fished more this year than I've fished in the past handful of years. You know, it's just I'm not out tournament fishing or practicing for a tournament. I get so much time now to just uh, go fun fish. How's it relaxed now? Is it healthy? Good. Really? Is it? Yeah. Because, I mean, all you hear outside is, like, oh, Malax is getting pounded now. Yeah, I mean, it's but it's still. But then you see breath. Josh Douglas on Instagram, and you're like, "Oh yeah, no, like 24 every day." Yeah, no, I mean, it's the lake is is great. I mean, it's it's fishing really good. I mean, people up here say that it's getting pressure, and it. I mean, it's getting a little mm-hmm. bit more pressure um, over the past few years, but it's not like a gutter. What's like a typical like a typical good day on Malax? You're catching how many? Uh, I mean, it depends on the time of year. Like right now. You're going out there, you're catching a ton of fish, and you're probably going to catch anywhere from 23 to 27 pounds out there. Oh, yeah, so it's still... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and no, it's good. I mean, That's it's, jammer. It's, uh, so when I got out there, my goal, and I know Josh's goal as well, and a few other guides, um, you know, our goal is always put our clients on 20 pounds. Yeah. Knock on wood, I've, uh, I've never not had a 20-pound Do bag. you do the Josh deal where it's... Out of state guys, multiple days. Yeah, I mean, I, I do mostly out of state. I, I do help Josh out when he was fishing the least this okay. year. Some of the trips that he had booked um, when he was out of town, I'd, I'd help him out and take some of those trips. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't necessarily just cater to out of state guys. You know, if, okay. there's, if there's some local local people, or you know, I took a guy out this year that was from Minnesota. He, he wasn't, you know, he didn't have his own mm-hmm. boat or didn't know the lake at all. And, you know, I'll, I'll definitely do that. Do you do the electronic stuff too? Because you're you've got everything on your boat, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. You know, I'm running all Humbirds. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know anything about any other electronics, but but you yeah, do like the 360 mm-hmm. and all that, the yep. mapping. Because I mean, you're always up on the front deck like this. Yeah. So every yeah, time I, I go past you, so like you do kind of the instructional know. thing too, if that's what people want. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Where can they get? I mean, just. Instagram, uh, you don't have a, do you have a website? I do, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh fancy. JoelWillerFishing.com. Joel JoelWillerFishing.com. All right. If you want to jump out on just Malax or. Yeah, I mean, I'm, we'll go, I'll go anywhere, but. Not, not here different. in the fall. Yeah, I mean, a lot, <laughs> most of the people that come up here from out of state, especially, want to go catch big smallmouth. Yeah. And, you know, Malax is just, it's a world-class fishery. You know, there's tons of big smallmouth swimming around there. And they, uh, a lot of times, are easy to catch. So uh Opens coming to Minnesota and just to pull down next year. Any burning desire to get back in that game or is that? Man, there's, there's, yeah. I mean, there is, of course. You know, it really comes down to to sponsorship stuff and, you know, um, you know, getting everything, you know, it's just financially, you know, being able to go do it. It It's crazy, man. Fishing, you know, and they haven't even come out with what the actual like entry fees and stuff are this year. Right. And I've heard rumors that there might even be more than <laughs> eighteen hundred, but that I the payout's going to be deeper than. Okay. I have no idea. That's just which is yeah, which should be cool. You're in the industry here, rumors. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm. We'll see. I'm kind of. I'm just yeah. kind of taking it day by day, and uh, and if not, you're back to champions tour. 
Champions Tour and yeah, fishing around the house. I mean, I had a good year this year and made more money this year fishing around the house than I did last year in the Opens. You know, even yeah. with top ten in the Open. So, I mean, it's it's great. I mean, you know, obviously, I want to just fish for a living, make the Elite Series someday, and have a chance at the Classic and all that. But, you know, I'm just kind of taking it day by day right now and enjoying enjoying being on the water and having a blast. With what do you think it's going to take to win this Derby? <laughs> be honest. Uh, I mean, you can't be a you can't not have been catching. You've been out here a couple of days now. I mean, like yeah, like I mean, Bart said, he's like. Yeah, Joel probably got a bite here and a bite there, and he knows what he's going to do, and now he's going and trying a bunch of weird stuff, and he's not getting any bites. It's like him not getting any bites never happens. Yeah, I mean, you can, can get some bites, but, you know, you never really See, know. There it no, is. You, you never really there know what you're out of practice. And I don't know the river, so I don't actually, I really don't know yeah. what I'm on. Um and I'm hitting a lot of stuff that probably is, a bass has never lived there before, and people are probably driving by me and yeah. like, "What the heck is he fishing?" Because I I don't know, but I'm you know, and we're gonna we're gonna catch some bass. I mean, I don't winning weight. It's a six fish tournament. Yeah, six so. fish tournament, which threw me off before because I didn't know that. And then Bart kept saying, "Oh, we're gonna need 24, or 22." Uh, like so. this was last year, last year in May. Sure. But he didn't mention that it was six fish. So I'm like, dude, we're going to be blasted <laughs> like tanks, man. And he's sure. like, yeah, no, a lot of four pounders. And I'm like, this math doesn't add up. Yeah. Then I realized it was six fish. Right. Yeah, I think, I mean, it'll probably take maybe, gosh, I, don't, I hate it. I hate it. 20, 20, 20 yeah, days? I'd say 20 a day. Uh -huh. 20 a day, I think. If I, if I was to go out there and catch 20 pounds a day, I would feel really, really. So. And the cool thing is you can catch them on basically anything that moves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like and that's what's so cool about the river, man. Yeah, you can hang things. Go for brown fish and go for green fish. You can fish however you want, whatever, you know, however you're comfortable. If you want to go throw frogs, you want to go to the main river and throw finesse stuff, or if you want to, you, you can literally do anything. Yeah. Oh, do you know that kid who just qualified through the college? I don't. I know that he, uh, I fished right against him in the Bass Nation team trail this year. Okay. And, him and his dad fished it. They're pretty strong, aren't they? Whew. Yeah. Like really strong? Really good, yeah. I Honestly, I don't know much about him. I know he can catch can catch fish, obviously. And, um, yeah, not not real familiar with him, but happy for him and good to see a guy from Minnesota win. All right, so you're headed to, I guess you have this event, and then you're headed to Harris Chain in December. December. Early December, yeah. Team tournament. Yeah. Try to make the classic. That, like I said, that would be ironic if you – we fish the awesome. opens, and then yeah, you know, that's obviously the plan. Have you been following the opens with this chaos that's been going on with these twenty-year-old kids? Oh yeah, it's yeah. nuts. Dude, I I follow everything fishing. What are your I follow what are your, what are your thoughts everything. on that? So you come in this year, you have one hundred seventy-five guys. You got a bunch of guys who come over from the MPFL, which you fish for two years. You've got a bunch of uh, MLF Invitational, which was the pro circuit guys, which you fished that before too. Yeah. who drop and come over to the opens. Then you have uh, Ish and Bobby from the uh, BPT yeah. that come over. I mean, you've got, I would say, 50 out of the 175 guys who consider who are established professional fishermen who provide for their family due to sponsor dollars, and they're fishing the opens. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you look at the top 10 right now, there's not a single one of them in the top ten. Right. Like, there's a lot of those guys in the 
30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and have cashed one or two checks in the nine. And they're guys that you would just be like, oh, yeah, well, of course, he's going to make it back like that. Dude's a pro fisherman. Like, he'll he'll work through the opens. It's been freaking kind of wild. It has, man. It's, uh, yeah, it seems like a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys in those top tens have only been at the opens for a couple of years. Yeah, or first year, and they're all, not all, there's a lot that are, 19 to 23 years old young guys yeah and odd patterns the one thing i've found this year you can throw the book out the window when it comes to what to expect as far as doing your internet research Mm -hmm. on weights that it's going to take to top 10 weight that it's going to take to cash checks areas of the lake predominant patterns like that's all out the window man yeah yeah it's been it's been wild i mean i uh you know, a few of the opens, I obviously always look at the results yeah. and all that. As far as is really following along is how everybody's catching them. You know, I've been, some of the tournaments that I've been fishing have overlapped with, with the opens. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always following fishing. You're a spinning rod guy big time, too. Uh, I've been surprised this year. So I'm a spinning rod guy, and I don't know if I was bullied into it or shamed into it. But I decided, mm-hmm. listen, I'm going power fishing this year. For the majority of it, I think I was telling you, I think I've only caught like 20% of my fish on a spinning rod. I've like mm-hmm. added fish on the spinning rod instead of the opposite. And there have been so many top tens on a Ned, a Ned Miki, a drop shot. It's been shocking on non traditional fisheries how much a spinning rod's played this year in the opens and top tens and wins. It's crazy. <clears throat> and I mean, I wonder how much of that is because of forward facing sonar. I mean, you yeah. know, typically if I'm out offshore using my forward face sonar, I'm gonna pick up a spinning rod and you know, it's just mm-hmm. this is what I do. But that's that's kind of my thought behind it is is that the reason behind it? I, I think so. I, mean, I think it's also like super pressured. Um I think the five days of practice we thought was gonna be, but really five days still just puts the fish lockjaw. I mean, you did a lot of long practices before the five days, but you did a lot of uh, non-fishing practice, right? Like, you go to a place for seven, eight days, but you'd idle for, what, three or four? Yeah. I mean, it kind of depended. I mean, there were some some places that I would obviously practice longer, mm-hmm. you know, big bodies of water that had a lot of offshore stuff for fish real big, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but honestly, like – Three days of practice for me when I fished FLW two hundred nineteen. I that's kind of what I, you know, got accustomed to, and just I've, I've kind of learned over the years that if I can just get myself into one area that's got some fish and just really break that down and figure out how to get bites, it, yeah. always, it always seemed to work better for me. So you think three days is the right number for the? Opens? I like three days. Yeah, I think three days is great. You know, I mean, a lot of times you you don't want want to figure everything out in practice and you know you want to figure out what matters yeah yeah all my uh, mediocre tournaments this year i figured them out during the tournaments <laughs> i didn't really have any good ones so but uh all right uh we're gonna let you go it is late there are a couple more days of practice uh and i think we're just gonna wrap things up uh for the show uh big shout out to scott bonima his real live well app Real live, well, definitely worth checking out if you guys uh, have any interest. Like, 
I didn't realize you could just sign up for that and do it against buddies or, oh yeah, you know, yeah. five or there's, ten people or a small a club. You can do inches. You can do the conversions. Honestly, hadn't was not familiar with that before today, and I'm kind of embarrassed that I wasn't because it sounds like it's, cool, it's is it easy to use? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I, uh, I we just fished a tournament up in Black. <coughs> excuse me, up on Black uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Fished one uh, with Josh Douglas, and we used that app as and use it as it was a measuring tournament okay so it wasn't by weight so they did the conversion you measure the fish did all the pictures all that stuff and then they converted it and uh yeah i mean i figured out how to use it so it was pretty easy i was thinking in oklahoma that might help because we just went to you cannot box fish uh you can only box one fish over 16 inches because hmm. we just went to some I haven't even figured it out because I don't keep bass up there. Sure. But you have to have a tournament permit and then a code for it if you're running a tournament to have fish over 16 and then it's like a slot under 16. The rest have to be under 16. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So with this app, you could still do a club tournament or something like that. Oh, yeah. Keep your best five and have all that stuff. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's super cool app. Yeah. And they got it completely dialed. I mean... You know, I know they put a lot of work into it and, you know, just figured out everything that you want to have exactly how you want it. They've, they've basically mm -hmm. got it all done. Man, so. All right. We're going to let you get back to the campground. Uh, we're going to wrap things up for tonight. Thanks for staying patient. Uh, Is Gretchen coming? No, Gretchen just did a whole show on Monday. She did? Okay. Yeah, she's Perfect. coming to hang out. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, that would freak her out if we just were like, yeah. hey, just jump on these. I started yeah. chilling out there. And I was like, yeah, because no, she no, was like, like, wanted to know what we are going to talk about on Monday and everything. So now she's just hanging out with everyone cool. else. So we're going to go out and have a, have a few more uh, spotted, spotted cows. cows. Spotted cows. So there's a, there's like a sampler pack that you can get from them. Okay. One of them's like the happy sister or something. That one was pretty good. Hmm. And right. then the totally naked one is good. And then the spotted cow. There's a fat squirrel too. It's pretty good. Fat squirrel? Fat squirrel. I'm gonna have to try that. Hopefully unless, that's unless they don't make it anymore. But well, there's we got a sampler pack, so okay. I'm hoping it's in. Oh yeah, it's right I'm there. Does it say? Yeah. I don't know if it says. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Hey, thanks for jumping on. I know it's been a little bit of a uh, late night, 8:30 Central Time. We probably could have done 7:30. I didn't realize it got dark at 6:45 up here. Is that a daylight saving time thing? Yeah. Since we yeah, don't have daylight savings time, it'll now. continue. Maybe yeah, another month it'll it's, be dark at like five. Yeah, we'll get through that, and then before we know it, it'll be spawning season. So, thanks for jumping on another edition of BTL. Uh, tomorrow morning, uh, Frank Scalish day four will air at 8 30 on BTL, uh, 8 30 a.m. It is a show titled Small Baits Big Bass. You don't know anything about that. Do you? Uh, small baits. I don't know anything about big bass. Will Will yeah. spent his whole career catching <laughs> catching big bass on small baits. So, all right. Thanks for jumping on. This has been another edition of BTL. We'll talk to everybody tomorrow. Later.